Hey, Stay Fanoy here. You might know me as Lee Everett or any number of other video game voices. And I don't know how, but somehow I got hornswaggled into asking you guys to listen to this podcast. It's Game Fix Podcast. I mean, they really are nice guys, but, you know, they're not paying me anything. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Let's go, Crazy! Crazy! This is the second annual Game Fix Awards, with categories voted on by Game Fix members and viewers like you. Here are your hosts, Spanish and Verle. Hello! Welcome to another edition of the Game Fix Podcast. I am Spanish. And I am Verlaine. Make sure to check out our website, GameFixShow.com, and our weekly stream of our weekly recorded podcast right here, uh, Facebook.com slash GameFixShow. That's right. Uh, I, I want a little different. Why Why is the intro so different? Well, it, today, obviously, you heard it. It's the second annual Game Fix Awards, uh, and we are here with you guys live. Uh, if you guys are watching on Facebook, uh, that's, fa- that's Facebook.com slash GameFixShow. Uh, we're also on many other platforms as far as social media goes, maybe not live, but as far as social media, uh, and that's Twitter at Game Fix Show, same as uh, YouTube at Game Fix Show, and then uh, Instagram as well, at Game Fix Show. So uh, we have a lot to get to and not a lot of time to do it, as per usual. So uh, we are going to get to the Game Fix Awards. Verlaine, have you been looking forward to this? I have. I'm actually kind of excited about it. Yes. 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 That's it. Yeah. There are actually a couple games I I have played, and it's not such a I don't know. I'll we'll explain it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Uh, uh, right on. Well, the the categories are like this, and this is the order that they will be going. Just so everyone knows, there isn't that that way because you watch any other uh, video game uh, or or any award show, you don't know which order they're going, right? So we're going to be transparent. Right. We're just going to tell you exactly how it's going to go. Uh, first, first off, best multiplayer game. Second, best sports slash racing game. Uh, next one, best family game. Next one, best fighting. Best role playing or RPG. Um, uh, best action slash adventure. Best VR AR game. Uh, best mobile. Best indie game. Best performance. Best score and music. And then we're going to round it all off, of course, with the game of the year. So uh, I'm pretty excited. Uh, it's uh, th- th- There's a lot going in on this because obviously it's been a weird year as far as uh, w- with, uh, with the COVID and all that, you know, because it, w- when it comes to video games, it hasn't really slowed down. Like when it comes to movies, obviously it's slowed down because uh, there's so many um, restrictions as far as making movies. But with video games, you know, you could do it on your computer at home. So uh, we are lucky enough to at least have uh, a, uh, a genre or, or a niche that we are all uh, fans of that we can kind of like there, there's no slowing down when it comes to video games. Right. I mean, it, this is like, oh, I love it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um but of course, we got a couple of things that we're going to get to by the end of the show, too. Uh, as as usual, we got to talk a Fandalorian. So we're going to talk the Mandalorian at the end of the show. Uh, and we're also going to give our own personal review 
on uh, the Star Wars holiday special. And not only that, but Brucey e. B actually gave us a review of the Star Wars ho- holiday special. So there's going to be a lot of that at the end. So a lot of Star Wars, Star Wars to round off the show. Okay. <laughs> yes. Are you happy? You're happy about so that. Weird. I, I know it's so weird, but it totally becomes like a pseudo Star Wars show. Oh, totally. Totally. Well, in this case, it just kind of happened to fall like that. So we're, we're going to go with it. Uh, there, there's a couple of uh, video game news that we'll get to. And, uh, and also, uh, uh, other movie news too by the end too so we will get to all of that uh real quick let's just talk about what we've been playing because we don't want to like change it up too much uh so verlaine start us off real quick uh, g- give me like a a minute synopsis of what you've been playing uh, the avengers okay <laughs> that's it that's i'm it. just i'm just grinding through it i am i've realize that i think uh, a power 140 is as high as power you can go right now yeah. which means the equipment can only go to 130 gold ah, okay so that you can step it up 10 times to 140 yeah which isn't a problem right now i'm really grinding to try to find more exotic i want to try to have all of my equipment exotic okay all right. I, so far i only have one exotic oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's it i mean i again like dude i don't care how repetitive the levels are for me, that's what I do. When I played games like God of War, went around and just beat up orcs. I didn't care. I like that's I could do it all day. Yes, I don't care. Absolutely. That was oh my god. Yeah, I gotta get back so into that. Cool. I wanna play that game on the next gen. We'll 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 get into it. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's uh, it. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I have uh I, I've been uh, I actually I played uh through uh Tetris Connected. I I've I just the the normal uh level, but I got through the entire um uh, what do you call it? Um, the campaign. Thank you. Yeah, campaign. So, uh, it, which is fun. I love the story. The story, if you will. It's not much of a story, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. No, it was cool, and I'm glad I got through it. It, it, it was cool. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I, I can't wait to actually play it with you guys even more. So, because I, I love Tetris. I found that out this week that I'm a big fan of Tetris. <laughs> um. All right. Well, so, did, was yeah. it? Was it? I don't know if it was recent. I just saw a video that some kid just beat the seven-time world record. Oh, is that right? For for Tetris oh, on okay. N- Nintendo Classic Tetris. That's cool. It's cra- it was crazy, dude. How fast these dudes are. Yeah. Just it was outrageous. Like I find myself sort of fast, but I, I would not. I don't have the chops to beat anybody like that. No. And no, no. I the fastest I got was when I played it regularly on the Game Boy. Yeah. I could, dude. I could. I would start on level five i'd purposely start that fast because otherwise it just took way too long okay but um, see, i like the grind yeah, i like yeah, to get I up gotta, to that point yeah i gotta i gotta play more to get back into yeah it, yeah for sure for sure uh other than that i've been playing um well I, we played we played some marvel avengers together obviously uh and then i've been playing a lot of i've been getting back into spider-man miles morales so yeah 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 uh, okay, so um, uh, an, oh yeah, another thing, real quick. That, that way we we have it out of the way. Uh, so Mike, uh, he he does his retro reboot every every week, right? Uh, like Tuesdays, he puts it out r- roughly between noon one o'clock. So look for that tomorrow. Uh, but this one was actually requested by Bocephus, uh, and uh, he requested Ducktales on NES. So it's going to happen this week just for you, Bocephus. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Somehow that was such a great, such a great game. Yes. Yeah. Like the McDonald's game on Genesis. Yeah. Like as dumb as it is, yep. if you actually play it, it's a, it's a really innovative game. Mm-hmm. Like you have, it's cool. It's cool. For yeah. Sure. Right. Um, well, cool. All right. Well then uh, I, I think, I think we need to get to it. I think we just get, just dive right in. Right. 
Sure. Yeah. Why not? All right. Yep. Uh, well, we we got a, the the first category for uh, the 2020, the second annual Game Fix Awards. Best multiplayer game. So the best multiplayer game uh, here. The category, uh, the the people uh, 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 defending their honor this year as far as multiplayer game is Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Obviously, Nintendo. Uh, Among Us, Call of Duty: Warzone. Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout, and Valorant. Okay, uh, and now keep in mind, I know nothing about these. Uh, about these, um, uh, you know who, who won. So I'm going to find out with you. Once we find out each of them, uh, we'll kind of talk about it a little bit. Cool, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the winner for the best multiplayer game, as far as the Game Fix Awards goes, it's actually a, it is. It was actually a close tie. Uh, and Verlaine, you're going to be a little confused, but at the same time, okay, I get it. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone and Among Us. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what is your thoughts thoughts on that? Right so wait, that. so it was a tie. It was like, a tie. It, it was yeah. A tie. Um, mm-hmm. It made sense. This was this category this year was way more fair. Yeah. Um, because of the fact that. Uh, three of the five were free to play games. And that was a given being such as it was, even when the, the, the official awards come out, I'm betting that it's going to be one of those three free games that gets the award over a paid game. Just, it it just makes sense. It's mathematically like more fair to say that would win. I mean, more people have access to playing it. Um, So yeah, I, I could, and I could see the fact that, you know, even though they're two different, completely different genres, like that's why they should be a tie. I'd be yes. pissed if it was like if it was like Apex or another game like Call of Duty. Like why, why? You yeah. know, no, I could. They were both. Yeah, they were both both pivotal. It was a good category. Uh, I was actually really wondering. Um, Call of Duty totally makes sense. Even Among Us makes sense because I mean that was kind of a sleeper game, obviously. When it came, you know, like it, it's been out for quite a while like two yeah. or three years. And then like this year, it kind of blew up. Obviously with people at home, they were looking for something new to play. And it, it, it's almost like, uh, you know, just one of these uh, like, like classic games that no one even knew that was pretty fun. And it's fun. I, but how does it get into the awards if it's older than a year? Yeah. I, it, Is it because maybe it was in beta and it was officially launched? Well, it or? was, it was officially launched on mobile this year. And I believe on like, and that's probably why. Yeah. I think it was something like that. It had so. an official launch. So, right. okay. Makes sense. Yep. Yep. So, uh, there is that. Are you ready for the next category? <clears throat> yep. We'll just get through these. The best sport. Oh, wait, wait. I've, of course I'm not. Yeah. I don't want to say it. Best sports slash racing game. Okay. There you have. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the, uh, nominees are Dirt 5, F1 2020, FIFA 21, NBA 2K21, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Obviously, uh, Tony Hawk, it, that, that would be the first remake as far as any of these. So it's going to be interesting to see who the winner is. All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. The winner of Best Sports Plus Racing Game is... Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Unanimous. It, like, it was a huge yeah. win over everyone else. Uh, what what say you? Well, this is a category, like, sports games really, just like sports this year, yeah. they had not a, a big impact. I mean, look, Madden's not on there. No. No other sport. NBA, it, it's almost like they 
I mean, it's almost like the whole category is just uh, like they didn't know what to do because you yeah. got two racing games that nobody played. Like, really, people were playing dirt. <laughs> yeah, really, no one's playing. Dirt. I mean, I'm not. I'm sure people are playing it. They're making the game, but like of all the racing games out there, <laughs> they're really like right. they were they were stretching for something. I would say. So. Um. So, and Tony Hawk. I mean, look, it's a it was a great game back in the day, and it's a great game now. Yep. I, I and really, when you look at everything else, that's all this category is is the same old shit reskinned. So why not? Yeah, I agree. I, I, you know, I bought Tony Hawk the day it came out. I've I played that both games uh, at nauseum. I think when I was a kid. So uh, yeah, I can totally see that happening now. But a, a couple are is, is kind of surprising to me. But I guess it kind of shows uh, who our voters were as far as <laughs> when it comes to the game fix people. Uh, they're not really into like basketball games and actually soccer games. But those are the two that I was like, well, maybe those will be a sleeper. But no, not not this time around. So. Even dude, I'm excited. I- I'm interested to see what the result will be because it, it, it the, is the like, actual, I mean, yeah, you this got coming, this coming two week, totally yeah. different sports. Like there's nothing you can't even say it's a popularity category because no. not really. I mean, yeah, soccer has fans, basketball has fans, but the games individually, like it's not, you know what I'm saying? There's no huge game in this category that you're right. just like, Oh, it's going to win just because that's a good point. Um, yeah. So it's going to be very close just based on the fact that I'm sure nobody knows how to vote on this. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I, I would say that's totally fair. So, uh, okay. You ready? Moving on. Mm. Uh, mm. Mm. best family game Ooh, now this one was interesting uh obviously w- when it comes to family game it's all all these safe games right that's it's pretty, usually a nintendo category it's usually a nintendo category but here you go how about this animal crossing new horizons that's the first one on top uh <laughs> crash bandicoot 4 it's about time not nintendo uh fall guys ultimate knockout not nintendo mario kart live home circuit nintendo which is good because that was you know that, that's that remote control, right? right. So that that may, it's totally a family friendly to- thing. So uh, the next one, Minecraft Dungeons, which is Xbox Studios, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. Paper Mario: The Origami King, uh, which is Nintendo. So there's actually three out of the six that are Nintendo. I guess you can call that a Nintendo category, right? Um, yeah, it's getting it's getting un Nintendoized though. I like that. All right. Well, best family game. The the Game Fix Award goes to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Mm, mm. There you have it. Uh, it's a game I know you haven't even played, uh, which right. you probably won't play because it's definitely not your type of game. Uh, although I have uh, I, I've played a lot of it. I haven't played it lately, though, because I think, one, you know, because I got the new console, I've been like really on that. Uh, I'll eventually get back to it. But it's just one of those games, at least for me, where if if i if i got a little bit of time i could just sit there i don't have to worry about things around me like if someone interrupts me i'm not like in the middle of something it's just kind of a time waster like i don't yeah. know at least to me i know a lot of people are like really into it where they visit each other's islands and they uh they, i mean of course i i kind of like dress up my island a little bit but uh not as much as most people <laughs> yeah I mean, even in in if this game was not part of this category this year um, I think it would go to a different, it wouldn't go to one of the Nintendo games. Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, yeah, this game's going to win it in just, it's going to win in anyways. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, it was, it was one of those games that people were anticipating. They're like, Oh my God, when animal crossings, I'm going to get it immediately. 
Uh, I know a lot of people that that said that, so it, it's really no surprise to me. I, that's what I think. That's what I think. So, uh, are you? You want to move on? This yes. This next category will be interesting. Best fighting game because obviously there are. Uh, there's. I, I. I have a feeling. I know who's going to win this one. I think we both have a feeling. Uh, but here, let me at least read you the nominees: a uh, Grand Blue Fantasy versus Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. Street Fighter V Champion Edition, One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows, Under Night in Birth. <laughs> and the Game Fix Award goes to, you want to guess? Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, yeah. Uh, there, there, there was uh, only, at, it was pretty much unanimous. There was one vote. For Street Fighter Five, and I have a feeling I know who did that. <laughs> don't say his name. So, so here's the thing. It was just a guess. I don't yeah, know for no, sure. You're probably um, right. So, <laughs> like, this is a category that should not have been this way. This is a, yeah. a situation where, although I was down with Mortal Kombat 11 because it was the only one out of those I've actually like really played. Street Fighter Five, I, I guess I played, but um. That and Street Fighter V are already so old. Having this ultimate and champion, like, m- getting them qualified, I think that's cheating. Not <laughs> cheating, but whatever the word would be. Yeah, it's yeah. not... They could have found other things, other games okay. to, to bring in. I mean, because, look, you have these forced two familiar titles, Street Fighter V and Mortal Kombat, that are years old. They're, like, they're, they're going to be there. But then surrounding that are a bunch of games that really, like only like Japanime hardcore fighting people would even know about. Right. So it's so drastic. Cause if you take those two out, who are you voting for? Yeah. <laughs> Beat I, the shit out of me. Yeah. No, not, I, I, I never got a chance to play one punch man. I saw it, but it's like, uh, okay. But it's like, it's like those games are like very cookie cutter, right? Like it's, it's, it's like one punch man. Uh, it, it's, uh, uh, dragon ball Z. It's uh, and like you, you. I'm sure you can name yeah, a few more like that, that are kind of all the same. Fighting that 360 arena, yeah, yeah. flying around, kind of. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Just like that. Uh, yeah, I know what you're about. The so, Jump Force game, right? The, oh yeah, Jump Force. I had, I, 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 some of those games are kind of cool. I like the the way it plays, but it boils down to really almost just pushing the right button to start a sequence, yeah. as opposed to like fighting. Almost, I don't know. It, I still like it though. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, well, all right. Well, let's move on. Uh, let's go to uh, this category. Best RPG. Yes. So a role playing game, huh? Hmm. We're I think out of both of us, we're not really that much into RPGs. Uh, there's a few that, that will that will pepper in. But for the most part, no. Uh, but but it's OK, because uh, here, here are the nominees. Uh, Final Fantasy seven remake Genshin Impact. Persona 5 Royale, or Royal, is it Royale? I say Royale, it's fine with me. Uh, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. And the Game Fixed Award for the best RPG goes to Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Uh, and this was pretty split. The, the, this, uh, this category was pretty split. Uh, it, it, there, there, were, there was votes for every one of them. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> So th- that that's actually uh, that's actually a pretty split category. But uh, as far as the votes, Final Fantasy VII remake takes it. What say you? I mean, that's that is the I think that's the only one of them that I played. Um, and 
I, it's another one of those. It's a, it's a huge name. It was yeah. people had it was a huge weight, and it was different enough where it's not like Tony Hawk, like just a port almost. Yeah, like this is a complete overhaul. Oh yeah, it's a different um, game. Same so storyline, different, like, different play, different gameplay, if you will. Yeah, this one deserves to be in there. And I mean, when it came out, if this awards was was out when the first Final Fantasy VII came out, it would have won them. So yeah, I mean, it's a remake. It's not a remaster, so I'm not mad about it. Yeah. How's that? Does that make sense? Because, like, if it was Final Fantasy VII Remastered and it won, I'd be like, ugh. Yeah. Right? Like, because it, it's it's actually, like, a whole new game. At least that's way I think I look at it. Yeah. Genshin's and, free, though, right? I think it is, yeah. There's got to be some sort of pay. Something. Oh, pay I'm sure something. There, um, uh, all right. Uh, let's uh, hit the next one. Best action adventure game. Okay. So... Uh, th- this one is stacked. Like I'm, I'm really wondering where this one is going to go because uh, the uh, nominees are as follows: Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is funny because it just came out. Like it came, what it came out a month ago? Not even. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And The Last of Us Part 2. Like, this is a stacked category. Uh, And the award for Action Adventure goes... Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, And this this was another one that was split. A lot... Every every one of them was voted for. So, yeah, this one... This one, I was was seeing how it went. But, yeah, Star Wars Jedi... Fallen Order. I, I mean, this game came out almost last year. It was this almost. Missed, yeah. It missed the awards by like a week. Right. Right. Like, literally. Like it was crazy. So this one has been kind of, uh, I, I don't know what the word is, but it, it's been there. It's just been kind of sitting, yeah. you know, I so. think it might be, it might be too old for people to, to vote for it, to actually win in it in the, the, in the, in the, the official awards. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful game though. I mean, it's good. It's <laughs> I fucking love it. Uh, Bocifa says Leisure Suit Larry was the best RPG of all time. He's probably not wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> such a stupid game. I, guess. I, don't, I, I don't think I ever really played it. Really? You never played Leisure Suit I, Larry? I know okay. about it, but yeah. I mean, when it was out, I didn't have a computer and fair. it was kind of like a grown up game. So getting my hands on it was a little hard. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I, I think I got. A, 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 yeah, it was a friend of mine that had it, and it was just like, you know, his parents really didn't want him to play it, and but we played it. That's what kids do, right? That's Listen to Two Live Crew. Yeah. Or play Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> I listened to Two Live Crew back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, next category. Best VR AR game. Okay. Uh, I know you are extremely interested in this. Uh, yes. Because you play a lot of VR, I know that. Uh, uh, as far as AR, though, I, I, I want to see a little bit more as far as that goes because I don't really think there's any AR games in this category. <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't think so. Uh, okay, so the the nominees are Dreams, Half Life, Alex. Is it Alex? It's Alex. A- it is Alex. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's Alex. <laughs> All right. Uh, Marvel's Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. And the Game Fix Award for Best VR AR goes to Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, this one's 
pretty unanimous. <laughs> uh, although Marvel's Iron Man got a few votes. What, um, yeah, what say but, you? Uh, when it comes down to it, I think the the real competitors are going to be Squadrons and um, Saints and Sinners. Squadrons is multi-platform. Yeah. That's going to give it an edge. Um, I cannot stop seeing stuff and hearing stuff about Saints and Sinners. Um, I am thinking about getting it. Really? But I get not scared, but anxious when it comes to zombie games like Arizona Sunshine. I would play that by myself, but it made me very anxious. Um, so, but the game looks great, dude. I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Squadrons, absolutely. I mean, you can, you cannot even, I mean, they've got the whole Star Wars base behind that vote. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's doing something that a lot of games don't do. And it is, a video game that is also an experience like Iron Man kind of has that because you're Iron Man, but that goes away after a little bit. Really? You're just a floating dude. But when you're in the cockpit of an iconic vehicle that changes that everything, I have to agree with you because, uh, you know, I didn't know what to expect getting into this uh, there. You know, obviously the, 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 the term that I heard before the game was out was dogfight. And when it came to uh, what, what's the, the other battlefront. battlefront yeah when paid, the actual uh dogfighting in battlefront 2 uh was pretty awesome like it was fun it was really fun now it, now it was pretty much enhanced it, it was it was from <laughs> you know playing in third person to playing in vr which is definitely first person in the cockpit i mean you look around and you're in the cockpit like it is mm-hmm. it is amazing so uh yeah i i think it had a lot to do with that and uh yeah i mean what was first time I tried it? I was like, "Wow, this is yeah. amazing." This is a game. This is one of those games that you 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 let someone just try VR in this thing. Yeah, I mean, usually it's like, "Hey, let them play Beat Saber," and they're gonna think it's fun, dude. You put somebody on VR and just let them sit down in one of these things, dude. They're sold. Yeah, totally, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Or they're dizzy. Either way, but they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a little bit first time I played it, but then I kind of like got used to it, and it's fun. It's really fun. So. Um, okay. All right. Uh, next category. Best mobile game. Okay. So best mobile. Uh, we did kind of mention mobile before because Among Us is one of the uh, nominees and that would be the first nominee. So Among Us, first mo- nominee for this. Uh, second one, Call of Duty Mobile. Genshin Impact third. Legends of R- Runeterra. And Pokemon Cafe Mix. Mon Pokemon. And the, sorry, I'm trying to be unbiased. Um, and the award for best mobile game goes Among Us. Boom. Mm. Uh, and it was pretty unanimous. Two other votes. Uh, one, one other vote for Genshin Impact and another vote for Call of Duty Mobile. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I, think, I think Among Us is going to really take it i mean it's, it's, it's got potential to take two and yeah. i don't know i mean i guess it's fair i guess it's fair totally it's launch on mobile um you've played it you have played it right yeah okay, uh, yeah right. i have it on my phone okay yeah me too um, and it, it's pretty fun it's it's another one of those kind of like you know time waster sitting on the toilet type game uh which i really very much enjoy <laughs> i don't know how like if you have to if people deliberately like i've never been the imposter 
Really? Ever. Oh, I've been I, a I, bunch like, of times. I've never been the imposter. Yeah. Um, Call of Duty, though, is that's a game, man. I played that also a lot on my phone. And that's a game they just added controller support, which makes it goddamn Call of Duty on your phone. The graphics are awesome. The gameplay is exactly like Call of Duty would be. Um, They have a zombies mode. So I I don't know. I I really think those two games are going to be the runner up. Uh, And I'm not even worried about, and usually I'd be like, you know, worry about the Nintendo game just based on popularity and people just can't give up friendliness. Um, I don't even think that has a chance. It's either among us or call of duty winning this title. I I think I'm with you. Yeah. I think I'm with you on that. Although, you know, we've seen crazier things. It, it could be, yeah. you know, there's there's always some underground. Yeah, that's the one. That's the that's kind of the sleeper in the category that I'm looking at. Uh, the other two, uh, but I mean, but then again, Pokemon is always, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. There is a huge fan base for Pokemon, so I I could see almost at least four out of the five. Sorry, Legends, but I I would see at least four out of the five could be any of them. But yeah, I'm with you. I, I think at but if I were to pick two among us, Call of Duty Mobile would be the two. Yes. For yeah, sure. for sure. Anything else you want to say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the next category, please. Best indie game. Okay. Uh, so obviously, when it comes to indie games, uh, there you you don't know what you're gonna get because like it could be really great or it could be like a download and a com- and a quick delete. You know what I mean? So uh, so you know this this category is always interesting to me. So okay, but anyway, the the uh, nominees are Carry On. Uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, Hades, Spelunky 2, and Spiritfarer. You ready? Ooh, Spelunky 2. Yes, yeah, there is a Spelunky. You didn't even know that. In <laughs> uh, the uh, best indie game award, the Game Fix Award, goes to Fall Guy Ultimate Knockout. Uh, and it wasn't unanimous. There, there was a few votes elsewhere. So, uh, the, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, I mean, I'll admit I was one of them. I actually played Carry On, and mm-hmm. that game is pretty – dude, I'm stuck at a part, but the game is sweet. Yeah. It's cool, man. It's a platformer. It's um like pixel art, mm-hmm. but you're the experiment gone wrong. Like you're a monster like this – just te- you have tentacle. like you don't have like a form. So you're going into vents and stuff, and it's a side-scroller kind of game – but there's, you know, military guys that are going to shoot you and you just go killing all them. And you're just right now trying to figure out, like, escape from the experimental lab that you're in. OK. It, almost like if you were the symbiote from Venom just oh. by itself. OK. All right. It's it's good. Um, but, yeah, I think I think Fall Guys is going to take this one. Yeah. Um, there was, even in the other show. Yeah. There was so much like hype about that game. And there was and there, there were so many people streaming that game when it first came out like it was insane it was insane and like obviously at this point it's kind of evened out right but like man i i i saw people that that only like uh, broadcast mortal Kombat or only broadcast like something you know other than that and they were broadcasting that game so it it just kind of shows that this game even even as an indie game it kind of transcended uh like it didn't matter because it was just it's just a fun game it really is just a fun game (laughs) So okay, Spelunky two can suck it. However, so I hated the first. I don't one. know what happened. Okay, <laughs> what? We uh, you totally went out. With oh, me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was I was saying that uh, Spelunky two. Uh, no way, no way. The first one yeah. I, I didn't even like. 
<laughs> it's probably just thrown in there. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, it was an indie game and people played it, I'm sure. So, uh, Yes. All right. So next category. Best performance. Okay. So uh, best performance. Obviously, what is the best performance? It's uh, a voice actor. So, you know, who had the best performance of um, this year as far as video games goes? And the nominees go as this. Ashley Johnson as Ellie in The Last of Us Part 2. Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part Two. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna rip this apart. Uh, Dashuki Suji as Jin Sakai in Ghost of Tsushima. Logan Cunningham as Hades in Hades. And Nadij Jeter, right? Is that right? Yeah, uh, as Miles Morales in Marvel's Super, uh, Spider-Man. Miles Morales. I was gonna say Superman. <laughs> All right, so uh, the Game Fix Award for Best Performance goes to Nadij Jeters as Miles Morales, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's so cool that yeah. like I can almost guess every winner based on our fan base. <laughs> like it's cool, like because it's yeah. like I know them and they know yeah. us, and it just like it, it's obvious. Totally, it's totally. obvious. Well, I, I mean, I, I would I would say it was a good performance, although I didn't vote for him. <laughs> I know that for a fact. Um, oh, I'm sure you didn't. Yeah, I, I actually I actually voted uh, for Ellie, uh, Ashley Johnson in The Last of Us Part Two. I thought her performance was incredible. Um, uh, you, you know what? No, I take that back. I, I had an issue. It was either this one or another one. And I you know what? Now that I think about it, no, I didn't vote for her. Uh, I voted for uh, Jin Sakai, the ghost of Tsushima, uh, because as far as his performance compared uh, to The Last of Us Part Two, now The Last of Us Part Two was awesome, and I, I I played the game to to the end. I played all the way through it. It's an awesome, fun game, uh, it, very emotional. You name it. Uh, but when it came to Ghost of Tsushima, there was so much more. It was so much f- more fun, I think. I think maybe that's what I was looking for. You know what I mean? Because, like, it, he, he was so he was so good. Uh, it, he was so believable that he was that character. That, like, you know, if I hear his voice, I would I would just be like, I know who that is. You know what I mean? So, so that, I think that's why I went with him over um, Ashley Johnson in uh, The Last of Us Part 2. Although, Laura Bailey was really awesome as Abby, so, you know. Uh, what say you? Um, I yeah. voted Spider-Man's the only game I really know. Yeah. Um, I, the only reason I wouldn't have gone for uh, what's-his-name from Ghosts is, for me, the just the... Suji, I think. Fuji. I'll call so, him Fuji. Fuji. Right. Well, there's um, no, there's so, no, I said Suji, but okay. <laughs> oh, I'm still calling him Fuji. Okay, cool. Um, so it, it's that character of like the stern, like old school samurai J- Japan, J- Japanese guy. Yeah. To me is just like an old school German, like monotone and powerful. And though he sounded exactly like he should have, I don't think there's enough um, cadence in the whole, just in his being to get that much of a, like of a performance to like beat out like someone like Ellie, who's crying, screaming, laughing, giggling, loving everything he does. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not an him acting as opposed to the actual character and the culture of the character being played. Um, I think it's hard to compare those. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even if he's laughing, it won't, it's more of a cool, like, 
Kratos like acceptance, kind of like, Hey, my boss just liked something I did as opposed to he's actually happy. Yeah. Well, I, I would tell you this second place was, uh, Ellie. That makes sense. There you go. So, you know, uh, okay. All right. Are you ready for the next category? Mm-hmm. Best score music. Okay. So, uh, this is an interesting category because obviously this is just one that you would have to either play the game or just go and listen to them, which I did because there was a couple I didn't I didn't play, obviously. Uh, and um, so, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, because you just never know. Like these there, there's so many there's so many songs within games. So you have to, like, pick the, yeah. the, the you know what I mean? So, um, OK, so the cat, the nominees are Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy seven, Hades. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and The Last of Us Part Two. Best score and music goes to Doom Eternal, and this yep. was a split category. There was votes for every one of them. Wow! Yeah, Doom sure. is what I wow. would have went with just because it's my style of music. Um, I've heard here. I have. I have three I have, other ones. I have the actual song. You ready? So it fits the game. Like, oh my this God. is music. The Xbox 360 used to be able to rip CD music into the game yeah. and use it as background music. And I would rip music like this into all games I would play. Because it's just, I don't know. That's it's so it's what I like. I, I, I remember in the, the, in the last, in the, the first Doom, rather. Um, the, remember the, the one song, like, if you put it in that different... Um, the spectrum, uh, the spectrum view. You can actually yeah. see like a pentagram and six, six, six in it. Like it, yeah. whoever, whoever did that, they deserve an award just for that. Cause that yeah. I've never seen anything like that in my life. So, uh, and you know, we're audio guys, we're radio guys. So like that, that is like, it blew my mind. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I could totally see this being the winner. Uh, I had them all pulled up. So. I do. I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know I, I had them all pulled up. I love the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack, yeah. and I haven't. I've only heard some of the, you know, the newer. It's just, it's, it's the same song, just newer. You know what I'm saying? But I liked it when it was chipped. I, I liked it better, oh. like the original version of the, like just like Donkey Kong Country. The soundtrack to Donkey Kong Country is awesome, but I don't want to hear it remade. I want to hear it straight from the game. Yeah, I, fear, I, I agree. Um, just like Metroid, another one. Like I love it straight from the game. Like that's what I want. So yeah, I mean, we'll see though, because that's like that's like giving an award to a heavy metal band at, yeah. a, at a music award show, though. If they win it, totally, totally. So doesn't well, happen a lot. No, it doesn't. So, the, but that would be an interesting category when it actually happens this this week. So, um, okay, all right. So, guess what? what we're at the end game of the year now this one this category obviously uh there is there's so much that goes into it uh i i have last year's that i wanted to at least read just to kind of give you an idea do you remember what last year's game of the year was uh for our show and i think it actually was game of the year Uh, zelda no super smash bros at least that that was for our show i I, I don't know whatever but for yeah for our show it was smash brothers Okay. Which is weird because I wouldn't have guessed that as far as our fans and this, you know what I mean? Our people, uh, but yeah, whatever. 
So, okay. Uh, so the nominees for Game of the Year is Animal Crossing New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII, Ghosts of Tsushima, Hades, and The Last of Us Part Two. Any guesses okay. before we go? Uh, uh- that no, that is every game released this year. Almost they yeah. they were all released around the same time. Like it feels like so long since all of them have been out. I agree. Um, it's very. This is very different. Mm-hmm. It feels like a different kind of game of the year. So, dude, honestly, like I'm gonna say Animal Crossing. Really? Okay. All right. I'm I'm going with Last of Us Part Two. So, are you ready? Mm-hmm. So, game of the year. Game Fix Award goes to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Mm. There you go. You got it. You, you nailed it, man. You nailed it. What was uh, the percentage? Like, what was the voting? Um, it was, I, it got half the votes. Okay. I don't and, even remember if I there, voted. I think I might have voted for it. Uh, the only one that it, that wasn't voted, well, actually, there was two that wasn't voted for. That was Hades and Doom Eternal. How about that? Everything else, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Animal Crossing got Doom half the votes. Doom can't get it. Doom is, it, as cool as Doom is, it's still just not a tour. It's just going back to the 90s heyday shooters. Like, I it's agree. Not, nothing pivotal. Like. Yeah. Yeah, right on. Well, there it is. That's the, uh, the 2020 uh, Game Fix Awards. So, yeah, I, dude, I love doing this every year, and I can't wait to do it again next year. Yeah. Uh, so th- there you go. Uh, if, if we go in the chat room to see what people are saying, uh, oh, even yeah, Jack and Bocephus both said Animal Crossing. So there you have it. Even they said it. So I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I've I, I voted for Ghost of Tsushima so <laughs> because to me that was game of the year. So it was like yeah. really Nintendo versus PlayStation in that aspect. Yeah, so pretty you much. Would expect a PlayStation game to maybe win, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I really think uh, when it comes down to it, it's going to be between Animal Crossing and the last the last, last of us. us. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I don't I, to make an assumption. I would actually say it's going to be the Last of Us. That's where I'm at. Yes. Well, Smash Brothers won last. Yeah, I know. Well, at least on our show. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I so. want to know what. It- yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, up against. Yeah, and, and if, if anybody has an answer, let us know in the. Uh, oh, I'm biased, right? Yeah, of course I'm biased. That's the point of voting, Jack. I'm well, biased because both, I had the chance games. to vote. Yeah, you have Animal Crossing and Doom and Doom and Ghost of Tsushima. Uh-huh. So I'm biased, right? Okay, yeah. You're right. against Hades, dude. <laughs> I'm a, if anything, yeah, that's it. I'm against Hades. <laughs> that's fair. He is. He is Hades. Um, all right. Uh, oh, yeah. Real quick. I just want to throw this out there. Bocephus uh, challenged us today uh, to uh, to play Immortal Phoenix. He says that do not sleep on it. It's this game is amazing. Uh, so that is the challenge for this month. We feel good about it. I that? mean, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, dude. I what mean, do you mean? No, I don't, I, mean, I don't feel good about it. This was a game that was like when it first was introduced, it was just ridiculed for being a direct ripoff of breath of the wild art style, everything, like everything about it. Then they changed the name from gods and monsters, which is a cool name for what they're trying to portray to Phoenix rising, whatever it's called. Immortal Phoenix. Immortal 
Immortals Phoenix Rising. Or is it yeah. Immortal Phoenix? Immortals Rising, Phoenix Rising. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Right. So <laughs> so we're gonna start calling it Phoenix Rising. Okay. Um and and that's just like those are two big signs right there. But look, I'll give anything a try. I know it's not my type, just because even if you said I challenge you to Zelda, I would be this I'd feel the same way. I'm like, oh, I know what I'm in for. Yeah. It could be good. I'm gonna straight up play it. I'll give us an honest review. Um I just don't see myself playing it a lot after that but dave i think that you would yeah I, if it's good yeah. i think you'll play through it i don't Probably. think i would ever even if it's good i'm not i know well, that it would be it's too big for me i've never played breath of the wild and and, and i know oh, people, really yeah i've never i don't i don't have it i've never i've never never I played it. no no i've never played it so oh, wow. uh, yeah not, not to say that i wouldn't like it because i do like those anything like that but then again i was never a big zelda guy even back in the day so like, will I just jump on this new game and I'll suddenly be a Zelda fan? I don't know. No, you know what? This will be, but that's cool because neither one of us has played it, so we're gonna get like an honest review. That's fair. Yeah, we're not gonna compare it to that. To really compare it to, well, yeah. we can't compare it to that. Well, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, uh, all right. Uh, so yeah, so that was the awards. Thank you so much uh, for sticking around for that. So, but we're 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 gonna stick with the show like we normally do, and we're gonna talk some video games. Are you ready to talk some video games? I was born half retarded. Uh, as always. Um, so uh, a couple of things as far as far as our website, I just wanted to mention a few uh, to go check out. So uh, there is a rumor and I don't think it's a rumor anymore. I think it's actually going to happen. Uh, Travis Scott, uh, who is a rapper, is going to make his own um, is designing his own limited edition PlayStation 5 console. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not really going to talk much about it. You can check it out on our website, gamefixshow.com if you want to learn more. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, because this is, this is kind of a stretch from a couple years ago when, uh, Puff Daddy or P Diddy or, um, whatever his name is, um, Sean Combs, I don't, whatever he calls himself now, uh, you know, he had that, he made that game for like his mother and like his mother went to heaven or something. Was, no, it's Kanye or Kanye. Trying, oh, I'm sorry. To make, I'm sorry. Yeah. P. Diddy, my bad. He was trying to make the game to honor his mom. I don't think that thing ever even came out. I don't think it did either. And when it, when we even announced it, I mean, it was a dumb, a dumb idea. Yeah. You're helping my mom ascend. And then the first thing in my mind is, so once I lose, your mom doesn't make it like everyone's going to lose or you win all the time. Yeah. If you lose, it's an insult because we just stopped your mom from going to heaven. Yeah. That's the name of the game. Help your mom get to heaven. <laughs> she needs help getting to heaven. She might not belong to heaven. Pretty much. Pretty much. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I mean, yeah, but, look, collaborations are happening. This is the year yeah, of collaborations because sure. people don't can't do anything by themselves right now. I mean, shit, Bruce Willis is in a diehard commercial, which is awesome Battery. by the way. Which is awesome yeah, but, by the but way. But you notice, like, that's that's like the new trend is like these AAA people are they have to take these commercial jobs now. Yeah, you know, like, um, so I don't know these collaborations. It, it doesn't matter. I don't care what my console looks like. I'm not looking at it half the time. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't even know if it was like cracked. Um, <laughs> so no it idea. doesn't. This stuff doesn't matter to me. As long um, as long as just, when I hit the button on the controller, it beeps, and I'm and that's cool with me, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I just want something to play my games on. I don't need someone to be like, oh, is that the? Because then what? You're gonna have it and not play on it. Well, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. Collect it if you need to. I don't yeah. even know who the guy is. Okay. <laughs> Uh, another article up uh, that actually Gina wrote uh, is the Pokemon. They launched a kids winter fest 
for young fans. So you guys can do that if you're young and you like Pokemon. You can check that out on on the website, gamefixshow.com. Uh, okay. I just wanted to get that out of the way so you guys can go check that out for sure, for sure. Uh, all right. Uh, I think I think what you've been really wanting to talk about uh, is uh, Kanye's game. I'm kidding. Uh, is the Marvel Avengers update. Oh, it finally is here, isn't it? Isn't it? It's here now, right? Today? And not really. Tomorrow. Here? Not re- but it's not really, though. Maybe, maybe next week? It's coming tomorrow. Maybe half of it. Maybe okay. Well, let's talk about that because uh, obviously we're we're waiting for a new character, uh, which is Kate Bishop, uh, who is is it is it the, it's not the daughter of it's it's the the of uh, um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. It's like the trainee, right? I don't know I don't the know exact story. Relation. Yeah, I don't know the relationship between the two. Uh, but she is like him, right? She's got the bow and arrow and all that. Right, because but in the movie, like he's he called his daughter Hawkeye and was training his daughter. Yeah. Uh, well, it, uh, it it'll be here tomorrow. Uh, how much are you waiting for this? And do you even care? Of course, I care. Oh, I'm I'm asking I, you. Yes, I care. Okay, uh, I care because um, we've had the discussion. Like, what are how are they going to treat? And look, this might be an obvious answer to anyone who plays games like Destiny or Warframe or whatever. The, like all those kind of games where it's like you know a group of three go out there. You know, even Anthem I can throw in there. But we don't know. I don't know the answer to this. But how are they going to treat? introducing a new character into the game i don't even know if games do that they don't introduce they might introduce new classes but you know what i'm saying like this is kind of different i I think and what we don't know is is she gonna if she comes in and starts at a level zero or a level one and only the armor that she can get is one and you have to start pretty much all over like any character it's going to pose some issues because then the progress you made, we've discussed this, like I'm at, I've maxed out a character. Now, if I go and play certain levels in my campaign, I can't play with certain characters because they're not strong enough because it's basing it off the strongest character I have. Yeah. Um, and then there's, well, who else is going to play with me now? Like now I have to find someone to, okay, not only am I going to be the one playing with the new character, but now you have to play with your weakest character just so we could play together. You know what I'm saying? So I want to know how they're going to fix that because also like we can't, I know you're not going to be head over heels trying her, but like between say me and Jack, like we can't both play her in the same session. Right. You know, so we're not going to be able to both try her. If I decide that I love her and he decides he loves her and we want to max her out, we can't because we play with each other every time we play. Right. Those kind of problems. I want to see what happens. Um, I'm less excited now about this update because they cut out kind of a, an interesting part of it. And that's one of the the missions with that new, um, what are they calling them? The Omega Adaptoid. The one that had like Captain America's helmet. I mean, uh, Iron Man's helmet, Thor's hammer, Captain America's shield, almost like the Super Scroll. Yeah. But it had all the Avengers powers. And there were missions where that was the boss. They've taken those out. I don't know if that means they've also taken out her campaign story missions, but they've taken out two things so far related to like specialty, like new mission type things. Yeah. Um, so I don't, that's, and that's very weird because they first delayed this whole update saying, we don't know when till further notice, nothing's coming out. Yeah. Then they come out full force, like Kate Bishop, new Hawkeye, two seasons, new levels, new guys. And now it's like, okay, we're only getting half of that. So it's like back and forth with these guys right now. 
Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what's I don't know what's going on, but I I'm still gonna play the game. I don't care. I like the game. You're right. Like there's something about the game that it's just it's what I want. That's fair. It's what hey. I need. Uh, it's what I need. Put it in my veins. Uh, well, uh, there, there's a couple of messages they uh, they put in. Of course, the first one was uh, update on uh, Omega level threat missions. We're excited for Kate Bishop to join Marvel's Avengers and can't wait for you to play her on December 8th. We got that. Another one, while her unique combat, <clears throat> combat and operation are complete, the Omega level version of the super adaptoid mission and aim cloning labs are going to need a little time for polish. Uh, that's a little disappointing, obviously, because you know, this game's been out for a while and you, I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I feel like when it comes to something like this, it should be like kind of ready to go. Maybe a, like a short update, but like saying it like that, I don't know. That makes me nervous. I think their issue is that they're working on two different versions at the same time right okay. now. And yeah, that's you're stupid. probably right. Like the, the PS5 yeah. version, which you don't even need to have, it is a different version than what they're doing mm-hmm. right now. And it's they might be trying to catch it up. I don't know. I mean, because that was one of the main the main delays was the PS5 version isn't coming out for a while. Right. Um, well, why are you still working on it? Like, why not? Like, I don't know. Um, so it can also be something as simple as the AI, like the boss, like, you know, when we, the bosses from when we first started till now are a little smarter and they do different things. And, you know, it's not just a hack and slash piece of meat in front of us. Right. Um, maybe that's what they're working on because this thing is like when they showed the trailer, I mean, this thing's got to not act like a moron because some of the characters, even now when you're fighting big battles, some of them will walk past you. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you running from me? I am hitting you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. I, it's is if they can keep at least giving us something, like then I'll stick around. Yeah. Like if they were to cancel the whole thing, I that would be a red flag for me. If if I found out tomorrow nothing is coming out, but that's not the case. Right. Right. So I'm still gonna stick around for a little bit. Okay. All right. I mean, they, they promised us Spider Man. So I, I I I still say that I'm kind of over the game hear me out because like I'm it, it's just boring because to me it's like the same thing over and over and over again um some would say that's Ghost of Tsushima too but it's not uh but <laughs> there's actually some skill involved um w- with uh with this game I think the best thing about it is the multiplayer is the fact that I could play with friends so and I think that's the one thing that'll keep me kind of hooked I mean hell I, I I'm kind of over Warzone but I'll play it if you guys want to play it. You know, it's like one of those things. So Oh yeah, I won't play Warzone by myself anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if you guys want to play it, I'm in. Let's go. Let's play some guns. But yeah, I'm uh which yeah, we call it guns. Guns. Anyone else yeah. calls it that, but we call it guns. Uh at least we that's we know what we're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh yeah, it, it, it's just once this update comes out just be ready for a little bit of uh, pushback and some some obviously when they there he said it it's it needs some polish so we'll see how this goes. Have you been like focusing like have you been focusing on the story of the game? Not really. Um, I think maybe that I mean like I I know that how you feel is how you feel but yeah. I know that you're a single player guy like look at Spider Man you're plowing through that you'll do it again and again and again <laughs> and this is Marvel and I think that where where it's lost is because we keep playing like one day we'll play my game then we'll play jack's game then we'll play yours because of that you're not getting the full story instead of doing the objectives in order 
because you know every how many times we push skip one person hasn't seen this part of the story oh, yeah. so you're skipping around and what these these new characters are doing is not only introducing new characters but it's continuing the campaign story but it's almost like it doesn't even matter it doesn't it, well it does kind of because you're yeah. getting you get the story you get where you're going cuz like every new story mission will have a little cinematic but then after that the whole point is like you're just pretty much doing the rounds you're working as yeah. the avengers right now just doing missions cleaning house until something else happens and that's how these games work and look that's a that's one of the reasons i never play these games is because it's just the same shit yeah but it so happens that the same shit going on is the shit that i like that like just beating up dudes like i don't care it's like that's that's what I like doing. In so even like even Jack in Arena beating the shit. Even out Jack just said it. He, he's in the chat room. He says that that's how it is for me. After the campaign, I got lost. And yeah, I, it, it was. It's easy to do because like oh, absolutely. I, I like kind of a linear game that like you know you, 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 there's a mission that needs to be done. Uh, you know the, the 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 yellow marker is the main missions and the blue markers are the side missions. Okay, I get it. That makes sense to me. So when it comes to a game like this, I'm like really confused about what's going on and what's next and. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think that's kind of where I am with the game. But, you know, it, it's it's just a fun kind of beat em up game. That's how I see. That's how know? I treat it. Like the story. Sure. That's going on. I, I, I dig it. Uh, the missions that we have to do, whatever. I get it. They're going to be in levels that and setups that are kind of the same. Uh, maybe you have to blow up a reactor. Maybe not. But it's the same level. But it's that fighting style that I love in all those games that. It it does right, and the multiplayer is it, it it's it's every that's just if seriously we could do the harm missions every night, and I would be fine with it. Yeah, yeah, and we, we do stuff like that too. Uh, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see tomorrow. We'll see how it feels tomorrow, and then we will report back next week. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, okay, so. There is uh, something actually you posted it and it was interesting because I, I kind of read through it, but I want to see what you thought. Um, it, it's science because that's this is what we love. We love science on the show. Right. Uh, so scientists are studying why gamers invert their controls. OK. And the claim is there's a gaping hole in our knowledge. <laughs> so you and in, you invert. Right. Yes, I uh, am invert. You are an invert. I, I, however, am not. So I guess that means I don't have a gaping hole in my in my knowledge. <laughs> uh, no. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. You no, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was, okay. So, okay. You you posted this for a reason, and I want I want to know what this reason is. Oh, just because I think it was it's interest. It's an interesting conversation. Okay. Well, let's have um, it. because it, it's the same as. They, pretty much they're saying they can't really figure out why like why would i decide to invert my controls and one thing that they state is and which makes sense is when you play you're playing as if you are the person yeah up is up down is down when i play i'm playing as if i'm controlling the person mm. that's not the case I'm going to tell you the case right now. Actually, All right. At least with me. Um, Fuck these scientists. They don't know like, shit. Well, see what, what they haven't. They, so they're focusing on first person shooters, obviously, because when you veer out of that genre and go into flight simulators, driving games. Yeah. Um, well, flight simulators, because driving doesn't go up or down. I got to be honest. When I when I play something flying, uh, I invert. <laughs> 
Right. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. In real life, when you're really flying a, a plane, it's inverted. Yeah. You're pulling back to go up and forward to go down, which you just tilt it and that's up and down. And it's it, inverted. It, it, it also makes sense in your head, right? Maybe right. because if people we were don't question that, it. But, yeah. but when it's when it, but if I were to go and uninvert my controls, I cannot fucking play. I can't yeah. play. I have not. I've had to delete games that didn't offer invert, which was blew my mind. Yeah. Um, how many? So, how many in the in, in the chat room do you in, t- say invert or non-invert? That's what I'd like to know. So what, what I'm thinking when I invert and how I can relate it is, say say we're we're hold you're holding a gun, all right. Um, all it is is you. If you were holding a real machine gun, a two-handed gun, when you're using it, you're using your left hand to shoot people. You're using your undominant hand to do the aiming. I'm using my dominant hand, which means I have to pull down to get the gun to go up. Because I, if I can't, if I yank up on my dominant hand, which is holding the trigger, my gun's going to point down. Right? Yeah. That's how I'm doing it. That's how I can relate it. And that's why the gaping hole, it's not a gaping hole. There, there's, there's just nothing. There doesn't need to be anything to fill that hole. Yeah. It's almost like saying, why are you right-handed? Why, why do you skate goofy foot? Why do you skate regular? Yeah. That's just how I control it. I pull down and up. I control with the back of the gun. You control with the front of the gun. Okay. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, Jack says it has, he, he always contributed to being a lefty. What do you write with? I'm a right-handed person. And you're, you invert, right? Yeah, it's your dom- It's using your dominant hand to aim as opposed to your undominant. Because if you're left-handed, you're holding the trigger with your left hand. If you're inverted, you're using your dominant hand, which is the left hand, to do it. But, I'm but if le- you're regular, right, I- and you're not, and what are you, left-handed? I'm a lefty, but I do not invert. Right, so you're using your right hand to, to aim. You're using your undominant hand to no. do the aiming, and your dominant hand is keeping everything steady. Right. Although that's, that's what although I only write with my left, I throw with my right and everything else. Well, that's the different. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like when I skate, I actually skate. I stand different. I can't remember. I think I skate goofy, but stand regular. Okay. Yeah. I, I skate right. The only thing I do left handed is right. That's it. You write with your left hand. That's it. Oh, I do nothing with my left hand. Well, well, nothing you guys needed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that has really anything to do with it, obviously, because there's some discrepancy with that. So uh, I don't know. Uh, I play guitar normal as well, Jack. So, yeah, like I said, right, how about this? How about we can let's figure this out right now. Let's do it. I played first person flying games before I played first person shooting games. Okay. Naturally, that being the case, down and up would be inverted. I would so have... once I'm introduced to first person, that's how it works with me. I, I you know what? No, I, I see. I'm, I'm, I did flying games too, though. First. Okay. So, uh, but for me, because when it comes to flying, you have to invert. That makes total sense. Uh, but when it comes to like you know shooting, uh, wasn't. Uh, it, 007 was inverted, right? Like, like the 64 game. It, like when you start playing it, it's inverted. You have to change that. Usually, it's the other way around. Uh, so, I, and I don't. Yeah, I don't even know where I'm going with. <laughs> 007 was a game that. So here, 007. Um, I did not play inverted because 
it the camera wasn't what you were you what you were steering with you were still using uh, like when you aimed the hand wasn't the camera wasn't was wasn't being aimed the, yeah. the hand was individual so up was up for me when i was playing that because i wasn't moving the entire camera yeah um now i couldn't do that and now if i played golden knight would take me whoa. a very long time to get used to that whoa, shit. whoa 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 okay so mike just just chimed in he says for shooters he can do both what I can't are you an alien mike that's what i'd like to know because that is that is the craziest thing i've ever heard there's no yeah. way like for, it, yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say we should play a game a first person shooter game where i'm inverted and you're not <laughs> um, we were playing a game before and i couldn't play it because i it, i it wouldn't let me switch oh yeah, yeah to inverted and i i just couldn't I couldn't do it. And one game that came out that couldn't do that was as dumb as it is, was I believe Roblox when oh, Roblox came out, yeah. you couldn't invert it. And that's, and I was trying the game cause it was new. And I was like, boop off dumb, biggest number one mistake, not letting somebody in, invert their controls was stupid. And it was right before Microsoft let you invert through the actual yeah. uh, system and not the game. But it's almost like, yeah, it's, it's secondhand. I, I I mean I question it myself. What I what I question is those people. What is it, Southpaw? That you're actually using the right stick to yeah, to move the camera. That's weird. Or the the strafing, yeah, and then yeah. the left is the cam- yeah. That's that's the weird one because nothing is like like that. Yeah. You have nothing but Atari twenty six hundred to relate that to. If the last system you were playing was Atari twenty six hundred, Southpaw it is. That's but like, other than that, like it's never been that way. That's like playing a right stringed guitar left handed. Yes. And actually, there is a very, very famous uh, performer that used to do that. Uh, and uh, it's Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> it's crazy. Really? Yeah. Crazy to think that's how he learned. He didn't know any different. So oh. like, cause like, you know, he didn't have a teacher. He just, and that's he, the way but he, he still had the, the low string was on the bottom. Yeah. And, it was the, it was the opposite. Was the t- and I even switched. The and I'm pretty sure um, uh, Nirvana, what's his name? Uh, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Yeah. I think Cobain was was that way too. So it, it would. it's weird. That's weird. I'm like, what? Don't do that. Get that out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Get that out of here. Uh, although it makes more sense just to play a left-handed guitar. Yeah, you know, like I and I've played a left-handed guitar. You know, because the strings were set correctly. You know, and it, all I'd have to do is kind of like switch my thinking, and it was pretty much the same. I just my fingers didn't move like that. So I don't yeah. know. Uh, okay, but yeah. Yeah. It's just an interesting conversation because I don't know. It all depends on what you what you're really into, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, real quick, let, let, let's go to this real quick, and then we'll, we got some movie stuff, Mandalorian stuff. Um, it, it's another it's another uh, Nintendo shutting something down. Uh, in this case, uh, Nintendo has told that these these Joy Cons that were uh, custom made, um, Etika themed charity joy cons apparently uh it was for a uh um, uh, a it's in honor of uh the content creator um from it's a youtube guy oh that's what it was yeah yeah so so they, they made they made these uh custom uh, joy cons and it turns out the nintendo shut it down and everyone's like you know there's people tweeting you know it's getting harder every day to um to support nintendo here's the deal like 
Nintendo is, 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 they're not, this is not new. Like, we talk about this weekly, that they shut something else down. They they take their uh, product and all, you know, all of their IPs very, very seriously. So, and and they are they if if you want to sell something that is uh, Nintendo and it is custom, you have to go through the correct channels, namely Nintendo, to do this. Mm-hmm. To me, this is not a surprise. I feel bad for the charity because you know I'm sure there was probably a, enough of them. That they probably sold a good good many of them, but like yeah. like you you can't blame Nintendo, right? Or, or are you on the other side? No. No, first of all, fuck this charity. Second yeah. of all, like this is just like the other case that we just heard. Nintendo would have let those guys do the Smash tournament if they weren't using illegal emulation. Yes. Nintendo said they had zero problem with the custom Joy-Cons. Their problem was the fact that this, whatever these Joy-Con boys were, their logo is ripping off Nintendo's logo. <laughs> yeah. That was the fucking issue. And they pretty much said, you get rid of the logo you can do whatever you want. You can sell yeah. them. And then they're like, we got to redo them all, blah, blah, blah. Should have thought That's of that before. <laughs> so, so there's one thing, but then really like, so what I picture is Nintendo's like, this is the real reason. And then just like the other guys are like, oh, herf McGurf, blah, blah, blah. And then Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo goes ahead and looks into the content creator and holy crap, dude, towards the end of this dude's tenure on YouTube, he was not a very nice guy. No. Uh, he was, and that is uh, the second strike with Nintendo even backing this and letting them do this is because, well, I don't remember what they said this guy did, but he was doing bad stuff. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know exactly, but yeah, it was something criminal. And so they're not going to back that. And for these, all of these a-holes like that backed this or are pissed off at it. Look. It's a it's a situation where Nintendo doesn't even want these Disney's. No, like why would you? No, I wouldn't. If you're d- seriously, if you're dumb enough, like look, Nintendo, that would be shitty. If Nintendo was like Game Fix, shut down. You talk smack about us, but they would never. They can't. But it would be shitty if something happened. But like you go into anybody who is getting these cease and desist from Nintendo or any company, they're doing it to themselves. No company is going to just go and say screw you. I mean, if Nintendo was so bad, no one would be able to stream Nintendo games or make any kind of Nintendo content at all. They could shut right. it down if they wanted to, all of it. But they don't. They could make so much money if they were like, you know what, you could do what you want to do, but we get all the revenue. You know how much money they can make? And they don't because they're not that dickheads. Yeah. They don't want – I mean, they they are geared towards family. And, and I've learned this more so now than I used to, but I respect the fact that they are – how they are yeah i respect the fact that they are so stupid about adding voice chat to their switch how you have to do all this weird stuff and how they're all about no one has a real name and and all the identities seem like you're playing bots because they'll just let everybody say their name is dad (laughs) but they do it for a reason and when you have children you start to respect those reasons and then when you have children that are into the Nintendo, into YouTube, maybe even slipped upon this this creator dude, and they want to back this, and then it turns out they're bad, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, I get it, and you know what? Yeah. Just, fuck these dudes for complaining. Like people complain about stuff, and it just makes them look stupider because they don't. Yeah. They're just, I don't, I don't. It, it, they're they're not like I said. Like I said before, Nintendo isn't hiding anything that they've done. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing There's nothing about them that it was like, maybe Nintendo will let this fly. No, they don't let any of that shit fly. 
You know, so like this is not a surprise. This is this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, especially to even if it is a charity. I don't give a shit what it's for. You know, like you go through the correct channels to make this happen. So I, I don't know. Couldn't you call people? This is going to sound crass, but do people that are couldn't you call people instead of content creators because they're not using their own content? in any of the stuff that they're doing, aren't they more like content remixers <laughs> in a way? Because yeah. I mean, look, they, they do nothing on their own and without Nintendo or without whatever game they're playing, they are nothing. Yeah. Are they really creating content or is, are they just distributing content? <laughs> it's kind of both like, because you know, like yeah. there's a huge difference. Like me just streaming a game. That's just, I'm just, kind of distributing the content yeah i didn't make any of it i didn't edit it i didn't fucking review it nope. i didn't write about it i'm just playing it and earning advertising dollars off your stuff yeah, yeah. <sighs> it'll go on forever man it will it will and people will be just as surprised every time it happens yeah. it doesn't make any sense it doesn't ah. <laughs> so dumb. oh they're so dumb they're, they probably figured well since it's a. Uh, a charity, they'll let this one fly. But it's well, not. Why did they cancel my channel? It's called, it's pronounced Nintendo, like yeah, I do we, it. It's not Doe. Yeah. Spelled the same, but pronounced different. Yeah. They pr- they probably put a, uh, the, the, the kibosh on it when uh, they, you know, after the uh, the whole, you know, Genesis does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like, no, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> uh, just because it was a, it was a great pro- promo. That was all right. Um, all right. We got to talk some some Mandalorian. Are you ready? Uh, before we do that, though, uh, let's uh, let's we got to talk some other Star Wars before that happens. And uh, who better? Who better than to talk to start off our Star Wars talk than Brucey B. Brucey B. Uh, if, if you guys are a, a Patreon uh, to the show, you guys got this uh, earlier. Uh, uh, actually, was it? Yesterday that I posted, or this morning, might have been this morning, uh, but you got it before the show starts, so you can go and listen to that anytime you want. This is Brucey e. B's review on the Star Wars Holiday Special, so I hope you enjoy it, and we'll give ours after this. Yo, Verlaine Spanish in the Game Fix community, it's your boy, Brucey e. B from Massachusetts, Plymouth, Massachusetts, to be in fact. I saw a new movie, and let me tell you all about it. I saw the Lego Star Wars holiday movie. Not like that lame-ass Wookiee movie like 20 years, 30 years ago. Three things I like. Holiday movies, Star Wars movies, and time travel. Star Wars and time travel, you can't beat that stuff. I love this movie. If they could make this movie a live-action movie... I just go speechless. I love this. I think it was a great concept. This movie revolved around Rey, who's like training Finn to be a Jedi. I guess anybody could be a Jedi now in these movies. Who discovers a stone on Life Day. Well, Rey goes back and forth through Star Wars universe, and she goes to the best parts of each of the Star Wars movies. She sees multiple versions of Luke multiple versions of Han, which is really funny because they ask each other, who's going to shoot first? Han always shoots first. But the old Han or young Han in this movie? Even though this movie is only 43 minutes long, I have seen it three times. I liked it that much, and that is no bit of a lie. It was very cute. I love the movie. Great concept. 
Animation in this movie is unbelievable. The story concept, great. I mean, they could really do a time travel Star Wars movie. Disney would have something even better than the Avengers movie. Trust me on that one. People would love to see that kind of movie. The only thing I didn't like about this movie is they only use one original voice actor, and that was Anthony Daniels from Star Wars. Again, I love this movie. I'm going to give this on the Magic 8-Ball. I'm going to give this a, a solid 8.5 because, hey, it's Star Wars, it's kid-friendly, and that's time travel. I loved it. Hey, this is me, Brucey B. I'm going to say goodbye, and uh, may the Force be with you, and have a safe holiday. Bye, guys. So there you have it. 8.5. Uh, that, that, wow. That's high praise, right? I think so. It's high praise. Yeah. Why he liked it? Yeah, I I liked it too. I was a big fan. I I enjoyed it. I I could pretty much tell, and I could. I'll ask you that this is not canon, right? Like, there's nothing about this that obviously, that's, right? That's where I got. Yeah, that's why I got lost. The only thing canon. Yeah. The only thing. Okay, wait. No, none of it's canon. But they start out canon. They start out like the real sequels, if there are going to be any, are going to be are going to start out. He's force sensitive. Um, Finn is force sensitive. Is that right? Right. And so I was always since the first movie, I was always like, wow, why doesn't anybody discuss the fact that Finn is the only non Jedi non droid to ever wield and use a lightsaber? Yeah. He was up until the last movie where he kept saying, I need to tell you something. And everybody's like, it's that you love each other or that you love. But it's Ray. not. And, and then I guess Abrams has said it never was. Well, it's not um, because a, I mean, if you, it, it, people seem to ignore the whole, like it would have been really depressing and weird and awkward to have, him like in love with Ray and then Ray ignore him, yeah. him ignore another girl. This isn't a love thing. You know what I'm saying? So he was always trying to tell her that he was force sensitive. And some of the proof was when she died, he felt it in the movie. He was, he like felt when she died. Right. Um. So that was awesome to me. Like I loved knowing that he is a force sensitive. Um. And that's something that they need to expand on. But once they started the time travel is where, (laughs) look, I thought it was fun. I thought it it was was interesting, but I would have loved for them to at least try to make it a little canon. Yeah. You know, like make it so that you can believe that, okay, this happened. Like they appeared maybe behind someone's back or you know what I'm saying? Like this could have happened or it all ended up reversing and, and, you know, not fixing everything, but they just flat out were like, fuck that. (laughs) Um, I did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. I enjoyed Kylo Ren in it. It was awesome. Yeah, I loved Vader. He's, he, well, <laughs> he had the shirt off, which was really funny. I was like, "That's yeah. awesome." Um, I, I don't. I do not like the fact that they pretty much used the Palpatine from Robot Chicken. Pretty much the attitude, yeah. the voice. Like, I don't like that Palpatine because it takes it takes away from it. Like you have all these goofy guys and then you have Palpatine also as goofy. That's the only thing I didn't enjoy the most about it. I wish he was just, it, I think it would have been funnier if he was actually the serious one. Yeah. If he was the one getting genuinely pissed off that nothing was going right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was yeah, fun. It was, I yeah. wish it was a little more Canon. Uh, I wish it wasn't Lego. Uh, that was the, my uh, biggest issue, to be honest. I would rather yeah. not be can't be Lego, but eh, whatever. Um, but it was good having all the the other ones. See, like if it was, if it was I like live how, action, it I like how Poe just kept complaining and like whining, yeah. <laughs> like that. Of course, I was like, that's good. 
Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing right now is it, it was just like assumed that 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 Finn is force sensitive. I think that was the biggest like, wait, what? He's being trained. I don't think people. No, people. Yeah, people didn't. People didn't know. A yeah. lot of people didn't think that he had anything to do with it. Right. Like they they just thought he was in love with Ray. But it makes sense how they came across each yeah. other and. Yeah. It's good. No, it's good. It's, it's a good little. It's a good little flick. Definitely, definitely as you definitely, said, better you know, than the one that happened. Oh yeah. But I you mean, know what? Good for kids. The, the, ori- the original one, though. At least that had all of the actors. They were oh, real. That was like the fight, actual yeah. actors were were yeah. themselves and acting and everything in this thing. Yeah. Um, as crazy and weird as it was, <laughs> um, that's one thing they had going for them. Yeah. But yeah. I would have liked to hear more of the original actors in this, like just to show commitment. You know, to show that, like, hey, there's nothing else going on. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, right. C three C three PO being the only voice is kind of like, how pivotal was he even in the story? Yeah, right. And R two D two, his voice too. <laughs> yeah, he was the same voice. That's all I did. Yeah. Oh, see, that's pretty good actually. Um, Just whistle. All right. All right. Uh, before we get into the Fandalorian, uh, real quick, I wanted to mention there was a huge, huge news. Uh, James actually posted up on the website GameFixShow.com uh, about HBO Max. Like, dude, this is huge news, right? Uh, so HBO Max announced that f- and during 2021, all of their theater movies that will appear in theaters will also be released on HBO Max. These movies include... Wonder Woman 84, uh, which comes out Christmas Day, and there's something I want to talk about that, too. Um, Also, Tom and Jerry, The Suicide Squad, The Matrix 4, Dune, Godzilla vs. Kong, The New Mortal Kombat, and Space Jam, A New Legacy, and and a bunch more they haven't even even announced yet. Uh, Obviously, a lot of... uh, I know AMC being one theater uh, spoke out, not very happy... Uh, I know um, the the people behind um, uh, Godzilla vs King Kong. They they spoke Lions out. Kid. Yeah, they're they're yeah. Lions, they they're not very uh, very happy with it either. Uh, this is huge, and I it's huge definitely for the consumer, the viewer. You know, uh, I'm really excited about this because you know with the whole COVID and and everything going on, like like and you you don't get that that often to go out and see you know a movie just cuz you have family and stuff so like this is like a good opportunity at least for us obviously there's some people that don't really like it but i guess i could see why um because they're going to lose a lot of money even though they've already lost a lot of money this year too yeah they, i i mean look it, this is ideally how we would love things to to go like yeah. anything that comes out disney you would love it to be uh, it, like launch it and look, it, it's different when you do it like, you know, like Bill and Ted. Do it in the theater and have people pay for it at home, then you're okay. You know what I'm saying? Because at home, you're probably paying more, actually. Um, sure. But to give it out free. And well, it's then not free. You, have still, a, you still have to have right. Okay, HBO so Max you have thing. to subscribe. Yeah. yeah. So it, it doesn't matter. Like, essentially, if you're already subscribed, you're getting these for free. If you're already subscribed. Sure. You're getting this movie for free. So now you have a choice, pay for the movie or not. Even if you love the theater, you know, most most people are going to say, I haven't seen the movie first. I'm going to not risk paying the money to yeah. go see it and see it at home. They're going to take them off after, what, a month? And so it'll be theater exclusive. Big deal. Most people, if they 
are going to watch it a second time and they've seen it at home the first time, why would they go to the theater and pay? Well, to see I, it I would imagine time? there's there's a lot of movies out there that I, I didn't get a chance to see in the theater and I totally regret. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, you know, it's like, oh, man, that movie was so good. Oh, how cool would it have been if I saw it in the theater? So I feel like for those people that have HBO Max that they'll they'll see this uh, movie and they'll be like, you know, that was so cool. You know, we should just go see it in the theater anyway. You know what I mean? It was it's so right. I, I think there I mean, are going to be those people that do that. Assuming. Sure. Well, assuming that the theaters are going to open or be open sure. still or nothing's going to you know, things are going to get better then yeah. But this is. I can see why they're going to be mad. Lionsgate said they weren't even told about this. Yeah, that's kind of weird. They put 75% of they, they, 75% of their money went into these movies, Kong versus Godzilla and the Dune movie. And they weren't told that this is how it's going to be. They're going to lose money. So you have this going on. Um, I think that it's a bad idea. Yeah. For for them to do this, I'm not interested to because I don't. I'm not interested in DC. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's a couple. The Matrix I would love, but the Matrix is something I'd see in the theater. I think that's also why they just put out the news that they have ending when this, these movies happen. They are taking away their free trial, which we discussed when the Mandalorian came out, and I'm like, why would they do that? And you're like, you do that to get people to subscribe. Absolutely. But HBO is doing the opposite, and it's because they want people to pay to subscribe. So they're going to say, oh, Wonder Woman's on this. All these movies are on here. Shit. It's not a free trial, so I'm not going to be able to pull well, one over yeah, on them. I'm going to have to pay. Just three weeks before Wonder Woman is, is set out, they, the, the, the free trial is ending. So you can't even get yes. the free trial after that. So right. that's kind of too, too bad because actually I was looking forward to doing that because I wanted to see the new, uh, uh, the, the, uh, um, what's the, the DC movie that's going to be like recut suicide the, squad. No, no, not suicide. Oh, the justice league, the justice league. Snyder. I wanted to see the, the Snyder cut of that, but now I'm, I'm going to have to get it, so, which is fine because it has all these other movies now and I feel more justified to it. It's obvious a ploy for HBO Max to get the listenership that they're they're looking for because uh, obviously this app kind of started after all of the other famous or popular ones have already gotten traction right so they're trying to get mm-hmm. their own traction it's a hell of a way to do it that's for sure yeah um i mean look if people if everyone complains it's not going to happen and then they're in trouble yeah these companies can pull out. You breach contract, they can. You know what I'm saying? Like this is. I, I I just I don't I don't know. I mean I personally just don't. I don't think it would be worth it. Like, uh, Jack says. Am, Jack, Jack says it's not like it's going to be free a movie, right? It'll be like Disney releasing Mulan. No, it'll be it's, no. It's it's, in, it's included in your monthly subscription to HBO Max. It's like The Mandalorian is yep. free with Disney, yep. and but they give the free trial, so you could do the free trial. And then watch the season of Mandalorian and literally wait a year and they'll be like, hey, you can have another free trial and use it for that. Yeah. You you know, you can't you won't see every episode of the Mandalorian. There's other ways to see it. Sure. But if Disney didn't do that and they they said their free trial ends and is only good through certain periods, they would have more. Imagine how much more people would subscribe to Disney Plus for the Mandalorian as opposed to HBO Max for Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, but it is different because we're talking something episodic, vice versa. As, I don't know. We still have no, yeah. we have no info on how Mulan even did with them doing it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- this is going to be something that I have a feeling this, 
isn't going to work. So, okay, so it seem, it, are they going to go? Gonna work. What do you think? Do you think they're actually going to go forward with it, or this is going to change before it even gets to that? I think they've already committed oh, okay. to the public. And, yeah, um, I mean, so this is going to be a reworking of deals. Uh, this might be like, well, you know, now we're going to shorten the time or maybe they're going to up the subscription before we know it. I mean, anything. Look, this could all up to Wonder Woman. They could be like, all right, we're going to just throw Wonder Woman out there. We'll let, you know, we already said what we're going to say. But when the New Year's comes, like they can say, hey, man, you know, like, subscription prices are up everything is the same but now subscription prices are up yep. because we screwed up and didn't realize that it doesn't balance out because in that case we might as well not give you anything new show wise because all these new movies if we have one movie a month come out and it's free how much money are they losing yeah they're gonna pay for other movies to come and join i don't know man it's just it's so and hbo max dude i thought hbo and cinemax were pretty much done yeah guess not Oh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, okay, real quick before we get into the Mandalorian, uh, Oscar Isaac, uh, who who plays uh, Poe in you know Star Wars and all that, uh, has been tapped to play Solid Snake in the Metal Gear Solid movie. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all. I just want to at least mention it on our yeah, show. I mean, so. it's it's a name yeah. now. It's yeah. a name. He, yeah. he kind of fits the bill, but sure. that's all. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I want to see a little more about this before we get talk too much about it. But that's all we know, and that's it. So, okay, let's get into some Mandalorian. It's the Fandalorian, so if you haven't seen the episode, I suggest you not listen to this part of the, the episode. So, <laughs> I know, like, I hate telling people to stop listening, but in this case, go watch it, then come back and hear our review. So, uh, all right, uh, again, let's let's start with you. Where 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 are you at with this? How did you like the episode? Um, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good. Like every episode seems to be like, Oh, this is like the best episode so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was, and it, I think it's because they're not, they're, they're doing the one thing they're doing that star Wars isn't is boring us with politics. Um, so Just I mean, almost us, every episode yeah. starts with action. Give us action. You know? We're in. Um, I mean, look, Honestly, going into this, all right, so the mission, which was given to him, the mission, it's, we're, I'm just calling it the mission, given to him last episode was to get to uh, Tython, find the pillar on top of the mountain, and put the baby on there. Yeah. Um, I expected this episode to be that journey and just be like kind of not a letdown, but like cliffhanger to be continued. Yeah. They started the episode. He's like, hey, let's get there. We're there. Done. And it was like, oh, there's more to this. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, okay, they've done that. Something's happening. Um, and then, and then sure enough, uh, who lands? We didn't even know who, who it was, but oh, uh, sure, I knew who it was. Yeah, well, from you, a, know, you know, slave one comes by. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and because they, they do a good job on their recaps are relevant to what they're getting to. Yeah. They, they, they won't recap last episode. If it has nothing to do with this, movie. right? They don't recap the story all the way yeah, back yeah, to yeah. the last time you saw whoever's. So they show Boba Fett. the scene where they show the scene where the Mandalorian took down the sniper chick, and yeah. then you know the the episode ended with mysterious boots above her, and that's it. And he crouches down. People assumed it was Boba Fett. It was Boba Fett. Turns out he rescued her, rebuilt her somehow with mechanisms, and saved her life. Now he's she's in debt to him. He is coming to the Mandalorian. He's been tracking him. For his armor. Nothing else. I think that that's what's interesting, right? Because he just wants his armor back. 
and at first, of, of course, the Mandalorian, um, there, there's a there's a little pushback <laughs> of yeah. every time, every time, you know, like they they belong with the Mandalorians. Uh, and then, but then I think the coolest part is uh, the the one scene where he's taking people out with that spear mace. Oh yeah. Dude. I don't even know. That, that thing was awesome. Brutal. That was more brutal than I thought they yeah, would make it. Yeah, it was. He's not going to do it. Oh my God, he did it. Yeah, it was what? sweet. But that, but, but then you saw the scene where he looks at the razor crest and you're like, uh oh. Yeah, I thought he was gonna steal it. That's what I thought too. But then, but then, obviously, you see him uh, flying around and everything, and you're just like, "Oh shit!" And then the 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 uh, the things, the, all, all the uh, uh, like the weapons, and wow, that was so cool. He, dude, he, he I, I didn't know they had uh, rockets in the knees. Well, that was added. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, it's there awesome. was nothing in the past that would have not shown that you sure, know what i'm saying sure. like they they could do things like i thought that. boba fett died am i wrong well no no okay so here's the thing yeah so the beauty of this and what i i have been not complaining but i've been kind of down that they're really making this canon via the the animated series yeah. that have been going on clone wars and, and rebels um this is the tie-in that i wanted which is to the original and to the actual cinematic star wars with boba fett this is the it's not the original actor that played Boba Fett. We never see him in the movie, right. but this is the original actor who is, has played all the clones and played Jango Fett in the prequels. Right. And then Boba was his son, which was actually a clone. So he would grow up to look like him, which is awesome that they got the real actor. The dude mm-hmm. who played him shows his face is all scarred up and his armor scarred up because at the, uh, not even the end of Jedi, he got captured. Well, he fell into the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah. And so, Obviously, he survived the Sarlacc pit. Um, I mean, he's Boba Fett. He went in there. He had everything he needed, and we already saw the Mandalorian go inside that thing. So that's a good point. So, so sure. When the movie was made, Boba Fett was dead. But knowing what we know now, and the fact that Beskar armor is like adamantium, he could survive in the stomach of this thing because he is he has real Beskar armor, um, which he he was it was handed down to him so he's not a mandalorian which is why uh the mandalorian was so reluctant to give him the armor <laughs> which but, he always is <laughs> but his dad who also wasn't i don't think his dad was a mandalorian but it, his dad was in with the mandalorians and they yeah. gave him the armor so it was given back to boba fett after he saw boba fett using it he was like you deserve the armor that's your armor cool thank you yeah yeah and i like that um, i was like okay there's some mutual respect there and he and he, he kind of got it and and they had a deal. Yeah. Give me the armor and I make sure that you and the child are safe. Okay. That was the deal. He got his armor. <laughs> Which is so. fine. Okay. And then I have I have to say the Razor Crest is like the uh the mansion in X-Men, right? You say that every day. Every I know week. because it's true. And it's oh, it's over now though. It's gone. There's there's no replacing it. There's it's no way done. you could fix that. Every he should he. I'm so tired. Like, dude, every at time. The beginning of that episode, I was sitting there watching it with my wife, and I was like, I swear to God, if they if they blow up the uh, his ship again, I'm gonna be so mad. And sure enough, they did. You think he's <laughs> gonna get away with not having it blown up, and then all of a sudden, um. So my beef was, why did he never grab his jetpack again? I, I was the whole time. I'm like, dude, his jetpack. Like, why am I the only one who finds this valuable tool? That yep. could have helped him get to the top before the death troopers got right. 
Um, so Death Troopers, which we talked about last time, which um, what's his name? Moff Gideon. Yep. Is that his name? Um, yeah. He was staring at. So they really are Death uh, Troopers. The they, actor they have... uh, G- Giancarlo Esposito. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> They, they, he sent four of them down to get the child. And since the troopers were distracting home slice, um, they got the child and kidnapped him. And I really wanted to see a battle right there, but I guess we didn't deserve that yet. Um, so they take off with the child, which is, um, which is why the episode's called the tragedy. Right. So. And so, and, and Boba Fett, you know, pretty much is like, well, I made a deal with you. And the guy's like, yeah, you got your suit, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, I said that the child would also be safe. And, you know, he's not. So you're stuck with us. Awesome. Because then he goes to Kara. So now Mando is forming his little fucking army. In the meantime, we still have a Jedi who is going to show up. And it's not going to be Ahsoka. A lot of people think it's going to be Luke. That's what I was thinking, though. I don't think it's going to be Luke. Okay. Who do you think? I think it might be Kylo Ren. Wow. A young Padawan. Ben. 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 Oh man, dude. Let me tell you, if that if that's the case, yeah, I don't even know what I'll do. I'll shit my pants. <laughs> but it, it can happen. And yeah. it's it's pretty far fetched. But Ooh, actually that's pretty awesome. Jack just brought up uh and this has totally video game all over it. Cal Kestis, why not? Calcast um that would be pretty awesome. We have to think about the time period though. Yeah, I know. Calcast it couldn't be Calcastus because Calcastus his story um Fallen Order happens right after Order 66 and before okay. A New Hope. Uh, that would okay. put Calcastus as like 70 years old or some shit. Mm. Which could happen, <laughs> I like, guess. Mm. It could I could. Um Obi-Wan could so, still do shit when he was old, right? Yeah. yeah. So um so we have that. Um, we're still waiting for the Jedi. We have him going around and building an army. But here's the best part. Remember what I ended with last week? I don't. I, I made a few calls. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I yeah. said, so, I'm calling this. Yeah. Reiterate. And I'm still calling it. Cara Dune or uh, Weathers is going to be dead. Okay. Right. Well, she joined Cara Dune. Now it shows that she joined. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. The resist- resistance. Mando, right? So yeah. which. Which can further that because now she's back in action. Yep. And I also said the most obscure thing: we're gonna see Bill Burr. Well, they sure they showed sure him. Shit. They show. Yeah. That's oh, that's right. Saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sure him. as shit. Yeah. End of the mo- end of the show. They're like, let's get this guy. I was like, what? That was just a random freaking guess. Yeah. But yeah, so now they're gonna bring his character back, uh, and he had you know those arms with the guns, yeah. dude. They're going to do some shit, dude. There's going to be a battle. I don't think they're going to let us down with this. I they can't let us down. They can't. Dude, they build it up so much. And he's got to get Grogu back. Like, he just has to get him back. That's it. So, yeah, it's just going to be a, a knockdown fight. It's just going to be awesome. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, how many more episodes do we have? I, guess, I think we have two more because that was six. So, two more. So, we're going to see, dude, we're going to see a battle. Um, I wanted to see the Marshal again, but there's no way because yeah, he doesn't so. have Mandalorian. But you, we could see the other three Mandalorians. Yep. I don't think we're going to see Ahsoka again. I think that was a one-time shot for right now. Yeah, I think so. Maybe, she's, maybe she's until doing ne- her own thing or else season. she would have stuck around. Yeah, there will be a third season. But yeah, I would say maybe yeah. not until then. So, um, But it's all about the Jedi and then what the hell is going to happen. Uh, well, um, uh, 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 
uh, Grogu, kind of, he, he did his thing on that rock. What was he doing? He was doing that meditation to try right. to connect with other Jedi. And did he? Because at one point he stopped yes, he and had fell to asleep. Have, he had to have because he was yeah. finished. So, so like, yeah. So he contacted somebody, but they didn't come in time because right when he was done, they came and they took showed him. up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he completed that and it's just a matter of yeah. that. That's going to be the thing. Who's going to come and save the day. It could be anybody. Is it, is and, it and Kylo? I really think whatever happens is going to just, it's going to just tie everything to, it, it is going to secure the Mandalorian into the star Wars cinematic franchise, yep. whether it be flat out saying Snoke is right there or Kylo is right there. or Luke Skywalker is right there. Like it's going to be something that is going to be amazing. Yeah. Mm. Totally a great episode. I'm yep. down with Boba Fett. Um, we got ourselves another another new character they're going to make a toy of, and that's Boba Fett in his black freaking robe, half gotcha. weirded. Yeah, and then and then another variant of the the armor. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. So we, yeah, we got to wait till Friday. We got to get. Oh, and okay, stuff. and though he only has the spear. Yes. All his shit's gone. Yeah. All he has now is his gun that he had with him, the missiles and whatever in his arm, but just the Beskar steel, which means he is going to be fighting Moff Gideon and having a saber battle, but he's going to have that spear. Yep. Because that spear, yeah, we already saw it against the sabers. Oh, oh, Why and I, I did, I did want to. Uh, did, did you, did you catch the, uh, uh, the line that that Moff Gideon said to the child? I don't. I don't remember uh, the child when, when he showed him the dark saber, and he and he said something like, "Oh no, no, uh, it's not like, a toy or something. It's not a toy. You'll put you you you'll put an eye out." Uh, people, I I kind of I did a little research on that, and what I guess what he's referring to is when Luke Skywalker first had the lightsaber and he looked at it from from oh. the one end. <laughs> So apparently, because it was, it's all, it's been a joke throughout, you know, Star Wars and everything. Like, ah, oh, here's a sky, here's, oh, what does this do? And you like look at, at, like, pretty much like the end of a gun, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually made the joke canon now with Star Wars. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird mm-hmm. thing, but they did, and I, I think a lot of people like enjoyed it. I don't know. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun gonna be good so anything else you want to you want to say no i mean i yeah i I don't know it's gonna be good i'm excited i'm excited so all right well thank you so much uh, for joining us on the show uh thank you so much for hitting the beginning of the show sticking us with as long as we have uh obviously uh, you know it's is is uh, this week is the actual video game awards and we wanted to do our own like we normally do. And we're really glad. And again, uh, game of the year, um, uh, did go to, um, wait, what did, animal crossing? Animal crossing. I was like, who did it go to? uh, yeah, new Horizons. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see what the, the, uh, uh, what this next week, what happens. So, uh, until then, please check our website, gamefixshow.com. Uh, and yeah, and that's about it. So, uh, Brucey B, thank you so much for your review of the Star- Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. And uh, for that, now you got to bring us out. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Peace. See you. I love you. Yeah.
those turd nuggets? You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Califato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes.